Guys, if y'all don't know that song, I don't know that y'all can watch Westbrook Wednesday tonight. I'm gonna let y'all marinate in that for just a second. It's only got 50 more seconds. We're gonna we're gonna ride this thing out. Woo! Westbrook Wednesday, baby. I hope you guys are feeling it tonight because I'm pumped. This may be the most jacked I've been on a show. Maybe since Luther Cyprus himself. I, 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 I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys, if you guys have never tuned in for a show, this is the night to be watching. I'm telling you guys right now, we say it every week before we start the show off, when we get into the business side of this thing, share this broadcast right now. Tell your friends, start a live watch party, do what you've got to do to get people to the screen right now because for the next hour we have got the og sitting here getting ready to rock and roll and, con and have a conversation with us and we talk about i'm going fishing that song we just played i'm going fishing i'm going fishing for some answers tonight for some questions from the one and the only the incredibly uh talented amazing og of this entire industry uh mr jim sammons is our guest tonight for plead the fifth guys and I, let me tell y'all let me slow down. Let me breathe because I ain't started the show off right. But let me give you this quick antidote real quick before we get into this. All right. So when we started this thing, uh, I remember getting the ability to reach out uh, um, to Jameson Redding and giving away a, the, the the paddle, that bending branches uh, navigator um, that, you know, it was like a $400 paddle. And that was our, you know, we had had some good giveaways, but that was, you know, 400 bucks. That's a, that's a big deal. And Jameson Redding, big deal right and so i remember if you guys go back i remember having him on the show and we had some conversation about jim salmons and in that like i remember thinking in my head like man one day <laughs> one day i'll get the opportunity to have a conversation and interview jim the way that i'm interviewing you jameson and jamin kind of laughs and like yeah man jim will do it. it'll be cool you know is that whatever you, you know you know jameson was being jameson you know and telling me whatever i wanted to hear right <laughs> but guys it's tonight it's westbrook wednesday and it's tonight jim sammons is on the show tonight we're getting it on I, I i'm telling you I, I i gotta i gotta bring it down a notch but we're fixing to get pumped up in this place let me back up let me start over you guys are already dialing in kicking in let's kick this show started off the way that i always kick it off on westbrook wednesday uh yes y'all know that everybody needs a brad you see the hashtag behind me my brad is in the corner He's in the dark. I'm testing out some new studio lighting. So Brad's over here. Y'all make sure you give a holler to Brad. But let this, let's get this thing started the right way. You guys ready? Because I'm ready. Let's kick it. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What's going on, guys? Welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Today, we've got a phenomenal giveaway in an Orion 45-quart cooler. This thing is an absolute toad. It's a tank, and we've got the one and the only Jim Sammons coming on for Plead the Fifth. 
and we're getting into all that right now. So first things first, couple orders of business, get a little bit of the, get a little bit of the, of the, uh, the, the work out of the, out of the way, so to speak. Um, uh, number one, if you guys are just tuning in, make sure that you comment and let us know where you're watching from. We love seeing that where you guys are all watching from all over the country because we are literally on both coasts right now. Uh, uh, Jim's in, is out in San Diego. We're here, of course, here in Georgia. And uh, so all of those time zones in between us, which is pretty much all of them in North America, uh, uh, y'all make sure that you're in here, that you guys are getting pumped up. Make sure that you're letting us know where you're watching from. Secondly, your second piece of homework, which I need to do. Brad, do you mind doing that for me, actually? Uh, I'm gonna hand off Brad my phone once my face unlocks it. Uh, bam, thanks, bro. Uh, I need to plug that back up too because it's going dead from all the awesome conversations I had today with Jim Sammons. Uh, but uh, secondly, um, once you type in where you're watching from, in the bottom corner there, you'll see a little share button. Go in and smash that share button and let everybody know that uh, Westbrook Wednesday is now and we are live. Um, all right, so some of the business. Uh, super pumped to announce that uh, the Westbrook Wednesday. Uh, Plead the Fifth interviews are actually in the process right now of all being converted, all of our backlog. So if you guys are, if, if you're just tuning in for the first time, you haven't seen the show, you can go to Westbrook Wednesday, uh, westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday and, and keep up with all of the shows that we've done in the past. Well, we're now excited to announce that we are converting all of those into podcasts. And on top of that, the shows that we're going to start doing from tonight and moving forward are going to be a little split. So you'll hear me talking a little bit and doing some advertising for some of the podcast stuff. And you'll hear me talking a little bit to the podcast crowd because that crowd obviously won't visually see us um, or be able to see this. It'll be a recorded thing. So some of you that, uh, you know, I know several of you guys don't watch this when it's live. You watch it the next morning on your way to work. Some of you stream it when you're, you know, when you're in your kayaks. Now with the podcast option, I believe there's like 12 or 13 different spaces where you can go and download your podcasts and download and download the Westbrook Wednesday podcast. But uh, it's officially going to be going to happen. I should have links and everything, hopefully uh, for a few of them uh, next week. And like I said, we'll spend the next couple of weeks getting caught up um, on that. Uh, secondly, Brad, if you're going to drop uh, uh, links for me, bro, that uh, the Noe Outdoor Show guys, uh, Bonafide, we're raffling off the EX-123 and or your choice of the RS-117. And we're going to pull that winner, Gene Jensen, uh, the fluke master himself, is going to pull that uh, is going to pull that winner um, from the raffle on uh, September 22nd. Is that right? I think so. That's Sunday. September. Is that for my birthday? So September 22nd. Not that all you guys know what my birthday is, but it's that weekend. Okay, September 22nd. Yeah, September 22nd. Um, and that will be that. Uh, secondly, I'm going to bring up a photo here on screen and uh, and do a little shouting out here. Uh, because I'm super pumped about this. So I guess it's been what four weeks, five weeks ago, something like that. Uh, we hosted the uh, the Jackson bike giveaway. Uh, as you guys know, Jim Sammons uh, is uh, is a big Jackson guy. As a matter of fact, if you didn't know, uh, the Orion cooler that we're giving away that company Orion is actually owned by Jackson. Um, it's a roto motored cooler that 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 company is a company that is that's a sister company or daughter company or however it is that they describe that. Jim may be able to fear, uh, be, be, may be able to fill us in on that. Uh, but anyway, so similar companies. But a couple weeks ago, Jake McCormick and his son Cole won a kayak, uh, won the Jackson bike, put in a ton of work to get it. Long story short, uh, got the kayak, gave it to a uh, to a to a nine year old Michael who had lost his father um, of a disease very similar to ALS. Um, 
uh, about a, a year and a half or so before November of two years ago. Um, and all of the Jackson kayak team members, the actual team, not Jackson, the company, the team members rallied in their own cash and their own money from their from the way that their team system is set up in their team accounts. And those team members straight up bought these two kayaks that you see pictured here before that Jake and his son, uh, Cole, Cole, I believe, right? Isn't it Cole? Yes, Cole, Jake and Cole. Uh, sorry, Cole, man, uh, that Jake and Cole went and picked up today um in uh in in belton missouri so uh uh super congratulations to those guys uh I, i've become a big fan of jake and, and 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 his son and his family uh, uh jake's a gunnery sergeant in the united states marine corps and uh and i can't wait to see what these guys do with these with these with these jackson bites and and, and the way that works so just goes to show uh you know we're making some impact here on westbrook wednesday and uh doing some things right you know it's good to it's good to see that we're doing some things doing some things the right way so um uh all right so there's a ton going on uh jim sammons has just commented on our westbrook wednesday i gotta catch up with this but he says just sitting here getting a little embarrassed <laughs> uh well then just wait buddy there's six more questions that we're gonna see uh see how well you get embarrassed uh shout outs tonight uh there's a ton of folks uh let's see we got folks from uh south florida from husker nation what up dustin muse uh, uh, Miss Jean Wilson, uh, is always a staple. Y'all know she's my soulmate. She just doesn't know it yet. Uh, Murray, Kentucky in the house, uh, Southeast Missouri, Ackworth. I'm assuming that's Ackworth, Georgia. Um, we've got just, a, an amazing, amazing show going on tonight. Uh, Ragsdale's on here. Jake McCormick. What's going on, buddy? Uh, JJ Morgan, Ryan O'Neill. What's up? Fam, he says. Uh, Jonathan Timmons in the house. Uh, there's just, un, un, you know, just go on down the list here. So like I said, guys, if you're just tuning in, give us a shout out, let us know where you're watching from and make sure y'all share it. Y'all smash that share button. Uh, without further ado, guys, I'm not going to beat around the bush any longer. We're going to bring on the man, the legend, the, uh, the OG, uh, Mr. Jim Sammons and, uh, and start picking his brain and start getting ready for, uh, for a round to plead the fifth. So, uh, I'm getting the countdown clock now. One, two, three, bam, Mr. Jim Sammons. What's up, my brother? Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Brought to you by like Battle it. Point Brewing Company. <laughs> hey, look at that. See, I got so much to learn. Uh, it's just an excuse to drink a beer. <laughs> I'm drinking sweet tea out of a Super Bowl cup that I got like four years ago. I need to get better placement. See, bro, I, I'm already learning from you. <laughs> How are you, man? Well, thanks for the uh, that amazing introduction. It's, it's um, I said, a little embarrassing and... I, I, I was telling you, or I just, I just, the guy who likes to fish. No, I, I, I get it. I understand that, you know, but just like, you know, when we were doing a little, a, a little, a little, uh, you know, table talk earlier, Fletch, the owner of Westbrook supply go, had actually called me right before, you know, you came back into screen and we were talking and, and, uh, you know, Fletch opened the shop and became a fan of the sport in the community about 12 years ago. And Fletch called me tonight and, and he, and he straight up, he told me, he's like, look, he goes, I, I, I just realized it just really hit me that we're having Jim on, on the Westbrook show tonight. And like, he was introduced into this sport by you as are so many others of us. That's why OG is hashtagged up on the board next to me. I mean, because you're original, I mean, you're, you're one of the originals and we're going to get into some of that in some of our plead the fifth, but I mean, boss man, I, there's not enough respect in this room much less in my chest to pay dues to you to thank you for taking the time with us, man. Uh, yeah, what you've done um, in this space is incredible. I appreciate it. And like I said, I just, 
I'm lucky, very lucky to be doing what I'm doing and uh, always have been. And I've always just really enjoyed sharing the sport with people. And that's kind of how I kind of fell into this. And it literally fell into where I'm at just because I liked talking about it. Well, with, with without you, point blank, there's no Westbrook Supply Co., there's no me. Brad's not sitting behind me. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what Hoover would be doing. I don't know what so many, you know, Jameson and, and James and so many of these others in the sport, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the hundreds that are watching and the thousands that will end up watching this over the next couple of weeks. If you guys don't know for some crazy reason, um, who this guy is, because let's be honest here, uh, we're on the East coast and we don't, you know, I'm personally not a big salt guy. Um, and you know, and, and you're predominantly in the salt space. We get on here and we talk a lot about bass fishing. We talk a lot about KBF. We talk a lot about the Hobie trail series. We talk a lot about, about the, you know, those little green fish, right. but we're, you know, we're fixing, you know, you, you, you've been fishing from a fishing kayak before there were fishing kayaks. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, it's, I just love to fish and I never had money and it was just a way to get on the water in a cheaper way. And then I just fell in love with it. That's incredible. You know? Well, <laughs> I, we're, we're, we're going to get into your story, boss, man. I've got, I literally, uh, I, I, I've, I've got about seven pages of notes in front of me. Uh, typically I talk to two people, uh, in a pre-interview and getting all my stuff together. Just so you know, I've talked to four of your friends and family. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I, I, I figure at some point you're going to start figuring out like who I spoke with, because some of these things like you're going to be like, oh, well, I know where you got that from. So uh, I'm sure that, you know, your phone calls when this is over will go directed. I think all those people have already blocked you for the night. I'm going to let you cool down. OK, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, <laughs> like, like we were talking about before, it's like my circle of friends um uh, we hold nothing back we bust each other's balls hard and we're all super um sarcastic but super supportive of each other but yeah. there's a lot of abuse goes on so i, I can just imagine what what i have well to well, well we we try to keep we, we try to keep the gloves up in this space this is this is overall a very positive show i'm a very i'm a very uh you know glass half full personality uh, you know, a lot like yourself, but in that, but when the, you know, but absolutely, you know, when you get, you know, myself and Chad and Gina, you know, and so many of these other guys in the sport, you know, Fletch and, you know, and, and, and Dino and Brad and, and, uh, you know, Josh and all these different guys, uh, you know, together over here on the East coast, um, you know, it, it, uh, it absolutely can be a, uh, can, can be a slug fest. If you don't have some thick skin, uh, then you're not going to make it running with us. So, right. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. you know what I mean? If you don't have thick skin, you need to get it quickly. Right. So, uh, it, uh, it's, 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 it's good stuff. So, um, with that boss, man, I'm going to kind of toss in to, uh, to plead the fifth. I'm going to kind of lay out the ground rules for you and any of our new audience. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and we're on with the, the, uh, the, the OG Jim Sammons. Uh, we're fixing to get into a game that we call plead the fifth. Uh, what this is, Jim is six questions that I've put some time and effort and energy into. And uh, uh, these questions are designed for us to learn a little bit more about you, for us to kind of dig into thoughts and ideas and and just this journey that is this space. Uh, this is not your typical fishing interview. We're not necessarily going to get on here and talk about baits and, you know, and, 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 and water color and temperature and stuff like that. Uh, this is a lot about life. This is a lot about community. It's about the sport. 
And, uh, you know, we founded this show and founded this, uh, this to set up to be, uh, you know, very much driven by what these little plastic boats do to us, uh, when we get on the water and how we share these experiences together. So, um, with that, I've talked to four of your friends and family members. You'll figure them out as we go. Uh, and you've got six questions. You get one plead the fifth. Uh, you can use that at any point in time you want to. As soon as I'm done with the question, if you just say I plead the fifth, there will be zero follow-up questions. I'll move on to the next question down below. No questions asked. We'll leave that topic alone. Now, what kind of what you get in your inbox is is on you. But uh, <laughs> but I will leave that question alone out of respect because I told you I would. But you only get one, and you can use it when you want to. Once it's gone, it's gone. If you make it, Jim, uh, Jim, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we do something special here on Westbrook Wednesday. If you make it through all six episodes or all, through all six questions, right, without using your plead the fifth, boss man, we've got an incredible prize for you. Brad will actually go out and package up a box of Georgia Air and ship that to you. Uh, it, it usually takes about six to eight weeks, you know, pending shipping, but we'll get you a box of fresh, clean Georgia Air if you want it. I was in Georgia not too long ago. It, it may as well have sent me a jar of water. <laughs> yeah well you're pretty much it yeah that's that's kind of what it is right now so and i think we've got several of the westbrook guys that are down on the coast and uh so some of those guys have really got some water air for you right now so anyway man uh uh so we're gonna dive right into plead the fifth if you're ready jim yeah man bring it all right cool all right guys well this is plead the fifth with jim sammons uh here on westbrook wednesday uh first question bro i i typically love to love to bring people in and say hey uh we're starting off easy uh, we're really not with you. Uh, this is this is kind of a this is kind of a build up, kind of a lengthy question. Uh, but born and raised in San Diego, you've been out there pretty much your whole life. Um, you grew up around the water, surfing, uh, fishing, you know, anything that you could do to be tied to the ocean. Uh, there was a time in your life where you used to take out long boards, long surfboards with a rod and go out, you know, past the surf and, and would go fishing those ways, you know, we'd go fishing out there. Um, your innovation in this sport and in the community is, is, is really second to none where we're at now, as far as from where, where this sport, you know, where you started getting into it and started seeing that first scupper from ocean kayak to now, um, are we at a spot where, where you had envisioned, are we past that? Or do you think we still got farther to go for what Jim Sammons was thinking, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, getting into this space? I, well, it's, it's bigger. Um, it's certainly bigger in the freshwater aspect, uh, than I had ever thought because I wasn't really in that space so much. Um, the kayaks are certainly a lot different. I never envisioned them getting so big and heavy. I mean, just a, a small side story. I mean, back in the days of the Scupper Pro, the Scupper Pro was, uh, 14 feet, nine, nine inches long, you know, my butt barely fit in it. Um, it doesn't fit in anymore. Um, you know, long, skinny, fast boats. And it weighed, I want to say it weighed 49 pounds. And guys, wow. say, this is an awesome kayak. I just wish it was lighter. <laughs> and the boats have done nothing but get heavier. You know, absolutely not something I ever envisioned. I thought we were going to be using different materials and these boats were just going to get longer, sexier, lighter, and they've just gotten bigger and bigger and heavier. And a lot of that's good stuff. And a lot of it I, I'm not so fond of. So now, well then with that, so then my follow-up question to you there then is, you know, I mean, even with Jackson this year, you know, with, with, with the introduction of the blue sky, 
and you know and with you know with some of the you know some of the kusa hd fd or some of the big rigs some of these boats i mean by the time you load this thing down with gear you know some of these guys are you know are are, are dragging you know 180 pounds of plastic to uh you know to you know to the you know to the to the water um you know that that was i like you said that was certainly not something that that you guys had envisioned right no no like i said i thought we were going to be using you know we we're going to be seeing carbon fiber boats um, you know, different materials that we would still be have this light. And again, you know, I was never thinking of standing, you know, yeah. never even in my head was standing in a kayak. Really? I, I always wanted paddle ability. I wanted to put in miles, you know, going five, six, seven miles offshore, um, you know, covering 20 plus miles a day. I wanted a boat that was long, lean, you know, just fast and light. Um, but what happened with the Scupper Pro is we started out growing it. You know, we just started putting live bait tanks on there and game bags for holding all our fish and, you know, the electronics and multiple rod holders and going out with five rods. And uh, we were outgrowing it. So it wasn't carrying the weight. And that's when I worked on the design of the Prowler, which got a little bit bigger and a lot of these boats. And again, they just started getting bigger and bigger uh, where I thought it would go from that point was, okay, we would, try to stay in that we'd still get that stability because the scupper pro wasn't the most friendly user-friendly boat in the world but i just thought we would have i thought we'd have been away from roto molded plastic honestly i thought we would have had something a little more uh a little bit lighter you know and flying cars i thought we'd have flying cars by now well you know <laughs> you know for our generation uh you know i think the jetsons taught us that we were gonna have flying cars and then we didn't flying cars yeah, exactly. So, well, with that, you know, so I want to, again, I want to build off of that a little bit, uh, you know, as folks are tuning in there, uh, when, when you first started seeing standability come to the kayak space, because that wasn't something you, you know, that you had envisioned. I, I mean, what did that do? I mean, did that excite you? Are you a stand up guy? I know that you got some back issues from, 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 you know, from, from previous years. I mean, are you typically a stand up guy? It, it, it just, like I said, when I, when I worked on the design of the Kraken, I, I told him straight up, I go, if guys are standing on it, it's too stable. And, you know, here there are guys standing on it, you know, because they they want that stability. I, I you know, I always leaned more towards paddle ability. Now that I started traveling and doing more different types of fishing as to my always launching through the surf and paddling offshore, once yeah. I started traveling more, I started to appreciate the standability and for those fisheries absolutely love it. And again, I mean, I love that blue sky. I mean, it's, it's an amazing boat. Um, it's not a kayak, but it, it's just another fun way to get yeah, on yeah. the water. It's a, it's a, it's a great piece of personal watercraft. Uh, you know, a good buddy of mine, that's a Jackson teammate, Russell Johnson. We were talking right. earlier today and uh, he loves that thing, you know, and I've got to, I've had the opportunity to get out on his down in Florida and uh you know it's 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 a it's a super awesome platform and you know uh you know something you know something I, you know i love a lot i'm i i'm i'm a bona fide guy and i love you know I, I think that you always find that you know you you when you give up paddleability for stability you know i mean you 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 kind of find you know you kind of find that medium and i love now that there's so many different kinds of kayaks yeah at, at so many different price points that uh you know that you know one of the things we love about this with the show is there's there's honestly there, there's no reason to not be out on the water financially there, there, from with, there's so many different boats out there now boat that fits anybody. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no excuse. You can be a little dude, you can be a huge dude. And there are now boats for everybody. 
Um, and that's one thing I really, really love of, of the progression of this sport is just getting, you know, the ability to introduce more people to it. Cause you know, I've been guiding for a long, long time and pretty much never met anybody who couldn't do it, you know, and now with these boats, these bigger boats, at least physically, you've got people who anybody can do it. And it's just, you know, so much fun. Yeah. Well, it, it, it absolutely is. So now with that, I want to talk a little bit too about the innovation because, uh, you know, I think it was what early two thousands, correct me on my, on my timeline if it's wrong, but I mean, you were making rod holders and stuff out of PVC and selling them. Right. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, because this stuff didn't exist. Yak attack that we love now. Right. Wasn't, wasn't there. There wasn't a yak attack. Luther hadn't come up with that yet. Yeah. Well, there was no yak attack. There was no real Scotty. There was, there was nothing specific to kayaks. Um, and I needed something. Uh, so I started making these PVC and uh, anodized aluminum bases. Um, starting them, uh, had an online store and was selling those, uh, started making fiberglass bait tanks. Uh, I had insulated game bags that I was making. So back then I was actually kind of in the retail aspect of things, kind of supplement the guiding end of things. Uh, now you did a bait tank. Yeah. I was making fiberglass that bait tanks that uh I, I mean not trying to be disrespectful by no means but they would probably be a lot more successful now than they were then because it wasn't people didn't know that they needed it right well that was a, a lot of the stuff i came up with <laughs> i mean I, a lot of the stuff i was making stuff was honestly it was too soon you know it's yeah. like there i was making these bait tanks but there wasn't enough demand for them to make any kind of volume of them where you could sell them for a decent price um i was making these game bags uh, again, not enough volume of them to be able to sell them at a decent price because it costs so much. So I came in too early, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> at, well, yeah, it just it, it goes to show, you know, when you know when we're referencing you the way that we are, and I understand, you know, that you know you're going to maintain the humility on camera, and I get it, you should. But I, I, I mean, so much of what we're doing and what my life is around and Brad's and so many others that are watching, this wouldn't be here without you, bro. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to quit rashing on that tonight. Well, uh, if you guys, if you, it, it was me, there were other guys. I mean, it wasn't just me. You know, there were what I would, I became a good voice for it because I did love talking about it. But everything I ever did, was collaboration with friends. Us putting heads together and saying, trying to, you know, make things better. Kind of what Luther's philosophy is, you know, find a problem yeah. and fix it and make, make it better. And now he does it at such a high level. And actually when, when Luther started coming into the scene and I was seeing more stuff from like Scotty and all that, I just backed away from it. Cause I like, I mean, these guys can do it better. You know, I did it first. I could do it initially, but these guys can do it better. So tell you what, I'll sell their products. <laughs> That's incredible. You know, so even then, you know, you know, the old saying goes in something that I watch very closely in the industry. I'm a stuttery stutter, uh, a, stu a stutter, a student. I'm stuttering now. I'm a student of, of, of history. And, and, you know, in the old philosophy of, of the, you know, the pioneer gets slaughtered and the settler prospers. Um, you know, you had the, you know, you had the foresight and the self-awareness to realize that these other guys were coming in. They knew what they were doing. They had the, they had the drive and the passion to be able to do it instead of fighting it 
to step back to take for yourself. You step back and said, Hey, let's partner up. Let me, you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's incredible. Not very many men, uh, you know, have, have that self, uh, you know, self awareness to be able to do that. So yeah, again, I, man, I, kudos heads with people. Like I said, it just, it, and, and these things, like I said, the bait tanks were so much work. Um, and you know, I, I was basically, basically making less than minimum wage to make these things, but you know, there was a lot of guys with them on their kayaks out here. And yeah. uh, so it was always cool to see. I still got, a, I still see a few of them out there now and now and again. But I was gonna say, did you, you still, do you have one of those bait tanks that you guys built back then? Yeah, yeah. I've actually still, I've got, still got two of them uh, up in the rafters of the garage. Um, like I said, they were really clean little fiberglass things. But um, like I said that was that was that was quite a while ago, and that was a lot of work for a little money. <laughs> That's uh, that's a piece of history. That's you know, if you know, if the time ever comes, I, and you guys can't jump in, I'm already on it. The time ever comes where you're ready to sell one of those, I want to be at I want to be at the table to. Be, I'd love to own a piece of that kayak fishing history there. Um, all right, boss man. So we're only a question in. If you guys are just tuning in, uh, welcome in. You're late. We're on Westbrook Wednesday here with uh, Mr. Jim Sammons, and we're only rolling into question number two here on Plead the Fifth. Um, so I want to talk about the best catch of your life. Uh, the, uh, the, so he's already right there with me guys. This is how, this is how good this man is. So in 1987, uh, miss Aline jumped into your net, right? Family for you is something that is so, so important with your son and your daughter and your wife who, who is literally, you describe your wife, you know, uh, in, in every interview that I could find in a lot of the ways that I describe my wife. And so that connects me to you and watching you and watching how you do things as a, as a family man. Um, I know a little bit of your history with your own parents and, 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 and some of, and, and, and some of that. Um, what, why, why is, why do you, what's the word? I'm, how do I, how do I describe this? Why is family so important? Why, why is maintaining that connection? Um, why is that connection with your kids? And, and we've even said, you know, you've said it on camera before that your son likes to fish. He doesn't, he doesn't need to fish. Right. Um, but still maintaining that connection to family with your kids are both in their twenties now. Uh, why, why is that so important to you? Well, I mean, they ground you. I mean, they talk about not getting, let you get a big head. My family will never let me get a big head about anything. You know, they'll always put me in my place. And, um, I, you know what, honestly, I really enjoy being around them. Um, you know, it's like my, my son and my daughter, my daughter now lives in Louisiana, but you know, it's well straight up. She did a trip with me to Baja and I, I had planned a shoot on a, a road trip down Baja. And she just came up to me. She goes, you're going down to Baja. Go, yeah. We're going to do a drive down. She goes, I'm going with you. I'm like, and she's in her twenties and she wants to do a two week road trip with her dad. And I'm like, right on let's do this i mean it's just i just really really enjoy being around them um and my wife i mean my wife is my best friend she always has been and uh, we enjoy fishing together we enjoy we have a boat and just love going out on the boat together and she's always been so so supportive of what i do um could never do this without her support um you know i would be I'd be back driving trucks if it wasn't for her and not only her support, um, her family, her parents, I was very, very close with them before they passed and they were always so supportive of what I did. 
Uh, your father-in-law was was quite the paddler himself. You guys had a connection on the water, right? With with with, oh, her, yeah, with her yeah. father. He is the one. He's the my father-in-law is the one who got me paddling kayaks. Um, he couldn't fish a lick. He loved it. He loved to go fishing. <laughs> he he fish wasn't away. very good at it, but he was a paddler. You know, he did touring boats. Um, you know, I've still I've got both two of his boats here, an eighteen foot uh, necky um tesla and a necky looks which is 21 and a half feet uh so long fast and again here's where it goes back to my liking long fast boats uh because that's where i started i started just paddling kayaks with him and you know having always been around the water and just loved being on the water i fell in love with paddling and it was all due to him and quite honestly he bought my wife and i our first kayaks so he is 100% to blame for me heading down this path. <laughs> so I can blame her dad, not me. <laughs> I got you. Well, two follow-up questions there to the family conversation are, are when your situation was kind of special because uh, you drove for Pepsi for a number of years. I think, you know, 10, 12, 15 years, something like that. 15 years. Uh, uh, had, you know, had, had some real bad back issues, had to have a back surgery or two, I believe is, is the stories I heard. Um, you come out of that and went basically to an office job and realized that that was not what you wanted to do that, that you didn't belong in an office. You basically did very similar to what I did two years ago when begging my wife, you went to your wife and said, look, I'm going to guide it's the summertime. And then you're famously quoted that you went to guide for the summer with the permission of your wife, because she's your best friend. She's your partner. And, and then the summer never ended. And that's been how many years ago? Over 20, I think. Yeah. I mean, it was when my, when my kids were tiny, tiny. Um, I think I had just moved into this house and I've been here 22. So it was right around you know, like 20, 20 plus years, I think, um, that I've been guiding full time. Although I don't guide as much as I used to, but, you know, on this path of uh, doing it full time. Um, and then falling into the video and TV show and, and that sort of thing. But it was a hundred percent because of the support from her. And we had had a, a family tragedy. Her brother died very young. Um, it was like 38 or 39. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's 30, 38. Um, and he died of cancer and it really changed our whole outlook of, uh, of life. And, and that's one of the reasons, like I said, she, she supported me so much was just that, uh, you know, yeah live for today. Cause you may not be here tomorrow, you know? And that, that, and that was kind of a switch that your whole family had because of how close you were, you know, with, with your wife's family and with, you know, with your father-in-law and being out on the water and then to have your brother-in-law, uh, you know, uh, you know, get, you know, uh, not, you know, not survive the cancer. Um, you know, like oh, yeah, I said, that, that, that was threats is my, he and I had started to become close. Uh, my wife and I, uh, we've been married 32 years. Um, but we had started to become close. He loved to fish and we had started talking about kayak fishing. Um, and um, I was kayak fishing and surfboard fishing and all that. And, um, and then he got sick. We unfortunately never had the opportunity to, uh, to fish together. Man, man. Well, Gene, Gene Wilson just nailed it with uh with the summer never ended as a book title, Brad <laughs> copyright that before, before Jim gets it. Okay. <laughs> But I want to I want to own that before Jim can get to it. So Brad, jump I'll on that. Me so I can write my yeah, book. <laughs> yeah. The, the summer never ended as a book title. Yeah, well, Brad's already copyrighting that. Thanks, Gene. We're gonna steal that. Uh, no, that's you're absolutely right. That's phenomenal. You, I, I I don't I don't 
I don't believe that you have a book, right? Why has no, that not been a thing? I've got one that I, I half wrote. Yeah, actually, I, I half wrote it many, 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 many years ago. And then I think um, Chad came out with a book. Corey Ruth came out with a book. John Shine came out with a book. And all of a sudden there was like these books. I'm like, you know, we don't need another freaking book. It's, <laughs> it's like almost, almost like all these talk shows on the internet about kayak fishing. Like somebody does it. And then now, you know, now 75 other people are doing it. Right. So, you know, and now we're over, you know, yeah. So understand. Well, in that case, guys, it's been a great season. Thank you guys so much for coming. We're shutting this down and going home because we can't do it. See if that's the mentality, Jim, like finish the book, bro. What do we got? We got to start a campaign. Well, no, you guys, believe- you guys drop a hashtag in the comment section <laughs> this book- uh, for, for finish the book, Jim, that needs to be the new hashtag or somebody give me something better. This drop book- your comments down there. This book would be so dated. I would definitely have to, uh, um, start it all over. Will Richardson says half wrote drunk as a skunk. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't see that on my end. Will, where's that at? Where's he writing that? Oh, that must be on your own. He sent me a Skype message. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Will and I spent entirely too much time together. Yeah, I got you. All right. Well, you got several folks telling you, you know, finish the book, finish the book. So, absolutely, I think that's something you should do. All right. Now, I, I we're we're I know that we're getting there's so much to unpack here with you, but in 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 fairness, I wanted I want the brief version. I don't know the story of how you and Miss Eileen met. Um, the the I worked at this is when I was 24, 23, I don't know. Uh, I was working for Oshman Sporting Goods and I uh, I was the ski shop manager and uh, she came in for an interview with the manager and I saw her walk in the door. And she came in for her interview and I walked up to the manager after she left. And I said, you will hire that girl. I remember exactly what she was wearing when she walked in the door. Um, I had a girlfriend at the time. She had a boyfriend at the time. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. We became friends working together and just not a whole lot after that. We were married. I mean, I think we were married within a year, year and a half. So she literally walks in and you remember it like it was yesterday. Like it just, it lit up inside you, right? Fireworks. I remember exactly what she was wearing. She's wearing a white dress, white boots. You went to the manager and was like, bro, hire her. Exactly. Knowing you got a girl at home. Well, she wasn't at home. I was was young. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I did have a girlfriend. Man, I tell you what, you surf playboys out in San Diego. Man, I tell you what. I love it. I love it. And 30, 30, I mean, 87, 32, 33 years later, Been married you guys are still running strong. Yep. That's incredible, man. I, 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 I'm a, I, like I said, I'm a student of history and, and I fell my wife every single day. And so anytime, every day I wake up and she's still there, I'm like, yes, cause it's like, I got her fooled one more day. Right. So yeah. I like that, man. Love that. All right. So uh, question number three, how are you feeling? We're going to dive into question three. You feeling good, Jim? Easy so far, right? Beer's getting low. I may have to call my wife to bring me another one. Oh man. That's, look, look at that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Service with a smile. My wife just brought mine in before, before we kicked off. I like it. Um, I'm seeing some, seeing some, some similarities here. All right. So question number three, uh, I believe the official count of Marlin in a kayak uh, is over 50 for you, including the first one that anyone has a record of actually being landed. And y'all did that off of the coast during the El Nino, correct? 
That's not the question, but just correct that, right? Yeah, in La Jolla. Um, okay, so this is a two-part question. So when that 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 with all of these all of these monstrous fish, all of these places traveled, I want to know your best fish story. And I want to follow that up with what's a bucket list place that you haven't been to and haven't caught yet because you spent the last almost three decades doing, you know, doing what so many of us dream about doing what's what's left. So give me your best fish story. If you had to tell one fishing story, I want to know what that is. And then I want to know what's your bucket list place in fish. Well, I mean, if I had to just pick one, just because I can close my eyes and remember every second of it. And I've caught a lot of yes. for any of them is, is really um, that first Marlin. You know, uh, we were out fishing for yellowtail, um, and this is before there was such a thing as braid. You know, nobody was fishing braid. Um, I had 20-pound test monofilament, no leader, um, a little 2 hot hook, and I had seen a marlin in the area um, earlier that way, and we never, ever see marlin close to shore, and I was only about a mile off the book, uh, a mile off the beach, um, and I was with my buddy, and we're paddling along and I saw some flying fish come out of the water and I go, Hey Mark. And Mark, Mark was a former client of mine, um, who became a good fishing friend. I go, Hey Mark, I'm going to hook a Marlin, you know, joking. Cause I saw flying fish. Yeah. yeah. And I had seen flying fish the last time I saw Marlin. About what year is this? This was 90, 90, I want to say 98. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I remember the circumstances. I don't remember the date. It might have been 96. Um, but anyway, so I get hit. Oh, see, service with a smile. I tell you what, man, that is what I'm talking about. Round of applause, guys. You guys smash that heart button, smash that like button for Miss Aileen. Absolutely incredible service. Uh, uh, love that you guys smash that heart button, smash that like button right now. That's that's service right there. That's what I'm talking about. But, look how ready to get, look how excited to get, guys. Y'all, look, those fireworks when she walked into that ski shop, those fireworks are still there. I don't know if that's the beer flushing him out or if that's his wife walking in, he's getting all hot and bothered. But uh, either way, I love it. I'm a fan. She's a she's a good one for sure. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I saw these flying fish. I, I joked to my friend, I, I saw this. Uh, I go, I'm gonna catch a marlin. And probably about a minute later, my bait gets hit, and I just hear this explosion behind me, much more violent than a yellowtail. And I throw it in gear, and it spins me around and jumps right off my bow. And I've, like I said, I've got 20-pound test, no leader. So I'm like, let's see how long this lasts. You know, and I've never caught a marlin before. I had never caught one off a boat, never been near one. And so we're just like, oh, my God. And um, two and a half hours later, I had him up underneath the kayak. I was eight miles offshore. I had hooked him about a mile, mile and a half, half off the beach. And it dragged me, you know, to about eight miles out. And we had him up near the kayak. But again, never have been near a marlin never dealt with one at all. So I told my buddy, look, I'm just going to pull on this thing as hard as I can. Maybe it'll roll because I can't let us keep getting dragged out to sea. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I could reach down and touch him. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to pull on this guy as hard as I can. And I pulled on him, pulled on him. He didn't roll. And finally my line broke. So 
that was the first one and that ignited the the passion or and it took me several years to ever do it again but the it, it ignited that desire to get out there and try and catch another marlin and that was next all the rest of them were down south down in mexico or costa rica or panama absolutely incredible so at what point in the battle after that initial you know thump and that hook set like i mean at what point do you realize it's a marlin i mean how far oh, it, into this battle jumped off in the bow of my boat in less than like within the first minute so like i said we we knew it was a marlin so i looked at my watch and go okay well with 20 pound test the chances of this they're, they're, this they're, is 96. Like, you didn't have your Nokia out there in your boat picking up a cell signal where oh, you could do it. Like, we had nothing. Well, my buddy actually did have a cell phone, the old Zach Morris phone, huh? Uh, yeah. And he actually <laughs> called my wife and said, Jim's getting dragged out to sea. Call the Coast Guard. And she's like, she gets all scared. Because like, he was joking, but she kind of freaked out. I had no VHF radio. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. I, I had no VHF radio. Uh, we, we shot off a signal flare once we were about eight miles offshore uh, to a boat, a passing boat, to see if somebody would come by and give us a hand. Um, nobody replied. The very next day, I went out and bought a VHF radio because I'm like, man, if something happens like this and I can, got no way to get help, so I've carried a standard horizon VHF radio ever since then. Ever since. Incredible. Incredible. Now, I, I mean, let's just be honest. The even with that battle and the way that you did and you're going through that, the adrenaline that's pumping through those veins for your eight mile paddle back in. I, I, I mean, like that, that was the best paddle back in your life, right? Uh, it was no problem. My buddy, my buddy took, I think we got two or three pictures of it jumping out in front of me. Of course, super, super, super low resolution. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 96. Like a one megapixel camera. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, it's that that's probably the most memorable uh, fish stories as far as bucket list places I want to go. I mean, there's still a lot of them, but I think the top of the list, I really, really want to get down south uh, for uh, Golden Dorado. You know, the, and that, that, that's that's the, that's a bucket list fish that you've never had. Yeah, not not a Dorado, a Golden yeah, yeah. Dorado. So they're they look more like a salmon but they could bite a hook in half or a little Brad Google golden Dorado. I'm not going to lie. I can't even act cool. I don't know what that is. Uh, so I'm yeah. going to get Brad to Google that and show me a picture. You, you catch a, a golden Dorado like down in Argentina. They're down in Argentina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to see this fish now. I'm going to show you guys. Somebody's Googling it. Brad's going to pull it up. What do you got? Let me see. Let's show you it on screen. Oh man. So if you guys playing along at home, a golden Dorado, where's my camera at? Boom. Yeah, so you can see they kind of look like a salmon, sort of, but they can literally bite a lure in half. They got such powerful jaws. Stats on side. And, you know, they'll get 50 plus pounds. 50 pounds. Uh, literally one of the OGs of this entire sport and this entire energy industry. So if you're just tuning in, stay tuned in because uh, the next the next three questions uh, are super fire. And do and, I? Uh, go ahead. I said, do I have to duck? No, 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 no. You don't have to duck whatsoever. So. Uh, this question, if you guys are familiar with the show before, this is a question that I've asked multiple times. It's one of my favorite questions because I love how, how in depth, uh, our, 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 our guests get and, and learning more about, about who they are and what they are. And Jim point blank, you've been the center of the answer for this question multiple times. 
throughout our show. And so I'm very interested in seeing how you answer this question. Uh, this is the Mount Rushmore question, if you guys are familiar with our show. So on Mount Rushmore are the founding fathers, as everybody knows, you know, the, you know, the four of them. And there's that, you know, there's that debate. So in our own group, in my own small circles, we set that up as who's your Mount Rushmore of whatever, like what's your, what's your Mount Rushmore of cookies? What's your Mount Rushmore of, 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 you know, of, of bait or what's your Mount Rushmore of, of all these different things. Well, something I love to do in this sport that I, when I, when I get the right guest, um, is I love to know who, what your Mount Rushmore is in the industry. And almost every single time I've asked this question, Jim, your name is up there. Your face is up on Mount Rushmore. So for me to have the opportunity to ask you, Who's the four faces in the kayak industry, in the fishing, in the kayak plastic boat space at whatever level you choose to put? Who are your four that you would put on your Mount Rushmore personally and why? Oh, wow. Uh, that's honestly, it's a very tough one. Um, well, good. That's what we wanted to be. Welcome to Westbrook Wednesday, Jim. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you one, and this would probably be one that people would plead the fifth. I can't stand this guy. Uh, oh no. I, I don't like him at all. But just because of his history in the sport, he deserves to be up there is Dennis Spike. Um, he was guiding kayak fishing about a year before I was. Uh, he could have had kayak fishing in the palm of his hand, but he screwed it up so bad. Um, but he did a lot to introduce people on the West Coast to kayak fishing. So like I said, don't like him, but he deserves his, his due respect. Give me, give me that name one more time. <laughs> That's so funny is, is most guys now don't even a lot yeah. don't have a clue who he is, but back in the day, he actually owns kayakfishing.com. He had like really? the first kayak fishing website. Um, so even though I do not like him and he does not like me, um, I, out of respect of what he did for the business back then, I would have to put him up there. Um, and I think that's where you're going is this historically guys. Yeah. I just, I mean, for whatever, it don't have to be historical. I mean, I, it's, 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 it's your, it's, it's the Jim Salmon Mount Rushmore of kayak fishing. It can be whoever you want it to be. Um, I think uh, Paul Leibowitz, who oh. is a very good friend of mine, uh, actually was a guided client of mine. But he brought a ton of notoriety to the sport because he started writing about it. You know, he was one of the first ones who got like a full time job writing about it. He wrote for Western Outdoor News. And then, of course, he was the editor of Kayak Angler and then Kayak Fish. Um, not a lot of guys have done as much as he has to help promote the sport outside of kayak fishing, to promote it to other people as well, other parts of the uh, fishing industry. Um, I would put Paul up there. Um, I would say a guy like John Shine, uh, who is no longer with us. But, you know, he started, and he actually was kind of the same, same lines as me, as he was not a fan of Dennis Spike, um, and started a online kayak fishing business. And it was one of the biggest going out on the east coast um so he did so much to spread the word on his coast saltwater the stripers up in new england and then he became you know i think was it kayak fishing supplies 
kayak fishing stuff. I think it's supplies, right? It might be stuff. Well, kayak fishing supplies still exist. So it was kayak fishing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, he did a ton to uh, to make accessories, kayak fishing uh, accessories and stuff, more accessible to people. You know, because you couldn't. There weren't kayak shops around every corner. Um, is that three? <laughs> Yeah, that's three. You got one more to go. Um, geez. One hard time. Uh, da, 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 da. Everybody in the comment section is just saying, just put yourself up there. <laughs> that's a little, <laughs> that's a little self, uh, yeah, self loving, but yeah, yeah everybody else has put you up there. Well, if, if, if that's how it's voted, I mean, I put me up there, but, um, <laughs> I would say, you know, and, and and I would say Chad, you know, Chad for what he has done in the in the bass fishing end of things, um, he is certainly deserves to be up there, you know. Um, and I don't follow the bass end of things all that much, quite honestly. Yeah, you know, there there's well, you you famously quoted your, you know, I'll, I'll quote you famously in in the. Uh... In, in the in the in the 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 backyard beatdown, uh, you know, you went out and you even said that you know you were all pumped about going to go fish for fish that you use as bait. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And so and you know, I, and even then, I believe you beat Chad actually I, in the bat in the bass fishing. I did yeah. beat him. <laughs> Sorry, Hoover. Uh, the truth comes out. Bass fishing's easy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I suck at bass fishing. And I know there's a lot to it. He he went for big fish. I went for any fish, and that's that. And it just worked out that there were no big fish, and there were little fish around, and I beat him with little fish. That's what Brad does to me every time we go fish. It kills me. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that that's a uh, that's that's a pretty uh, pretty amazing uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, you know, going from, uh, you know, Dennis Spitz, uh, to Paul, to, you know, to John shine, to, you know, to Chad Hoover, uh, you know, definitely some names, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up Dennis spike. I don't know enough about him. I, I want you, you, you've got my interest there. And, uh, so I, you know, I'm going to do a little bit more, uh, studying a little bit more history on that man there and, and kind of how that is. So, um, but, uh, phenomenal, man. Great job. Everybody y'all make sure that y'all smash that like button. And uh, great job for uh, for the Mount Rushmore uh, question here on Westbrook Wednesday. That's one that uh, is a fan favorite and something that that I love to see. Just because I love to see guys like yourself influence so many of us. I love to see the guys that influence and, and guys that you guys look up to. So oh, love sure. having that man. Thanks for having that. <laughs> you what now? I said I'm sure I missed some guys that that are. Well, you know, those those guys will be in your DM here after the show. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jameson right now is watching going, why am why did he not say my name? So, you know, ja you know yeah, yeah. Jameson is an awesome dude, but he, he's too young for Mount Rushmore yet. He's, he's that's a fact. Late. Not only that, but that's a lot of granite rock. I don't know if you get all that beard <laughs> in like, I, he would have to shave before we could sit exactly. before we could put him up there. That's a lot of granite. Jameson, if you're watching, bro, I don't know, maybe Brooks, Brooks, and none of that, but let's be honest, Brooks is the prettier one of the two. Brooks has got too pretty a hair to be up there. So, well, but, Bro I mean, Brooks is really pretty. Like, if you want to make it a place that, you know, your wife makes you drive to to take a photo, you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, yeah, it, we may have to put Brooks up there. We're going to take Chad back off. <laughs> 
Well, no, like Chad's got a giant bobblehead melon. Like we talked about this on our show. Like Chad, Chad's got a giant melon. I, again, I don't know if there's enough granite up there for for Chad's head. Well, so and if you if you want to appeal to uh, the the women, he, he's coming down. Yeah, no. If you want to, you're right. If you want to appeal to the women, then we're absolutely putting Brooks over there. Brooks, Brooks is a beautiful human being, you know. And I, and I think I think you know some of the bromance that him and Jameson have. I think, uh, I, you know, I think they've they've hung around some whiskey bottles and campfires a few nights a little too close. Yes, uh, they are. <laughs> I've seen them too close. <laughs> Jameson, I know you're watching, bro. Shout out. Much love, brother. Um, all right. So uh, we're going to get into the next segment a little bit here, Jim. Uh, for you guys listening on the podcast, I'm going to do my best to try to explain this as we roll into this. But uh, this is our, our photo crankbait reel here. And, and this is this is what we do here is Jim, I've done a little digging and found some photos that I'm going to bring up here on the screen. And they're photos that I feel like deserve a little bit more uh, explanation. And so I'm going to let you see the photo and then give me a little bit more explanation. Um, Why are you looking nervous, Jim? Because <laughs> I know somebody who's got some photos that he better not have shared. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying that you told me that I that nothing was off limits. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. I can take I, I in my defense, I asked, right? In my defense, I asked if there was anything I couldn't touch on. And you said, no, man, go for it. Somebody's gonna die. Somebody's gonna die. All right, guys. So welcome to the okay. photo crankbait. Okay, that one's all right. So so photo number one uh is, is a picture of Jim with what appears to be a giant rat's nest in his hand. Uh, and it looks like you're in some type of shop. What's going on in this photo, Jim? That was after uh, a week of uh, tournament fishing, which I, I don't tournament fish. Um, <laughs> but it was just a one-on-one -on -one tournament, uh, Jameson and I. And it was um, basically put his beard up against my head of hair. I had very long hair at the time. And Wait, that's all your hair? That is off the top of my melon. Um Man, so uh, he pretty much destroyed me the first day of fishing, and then we're talking about the same Jameson, right? Jameson Redding. Yeah, yeah. He uh, well, I was given some really bad advice from, uh, from <laughs> Jeff, Herman. and you saying, "Oh, the water here's so dirty. Just straight tie your braid, you'll be good." And I was five fish down uh, before I switched over to fluoro put my cigar on and immediately started catching fish. And, but I was already so far behind. I just never caught up to Jameson. And, um, now I had a rumor about this. Now this is just rumor on the street, Jim. I'm going to let you take an opportunity here to, to confirm or deny this. This is not a plead the fifth question. Uh, the rumor I've heard about this exact competition, this, this locks versus beard or whatever it is that you guys called it. Uh, this challenge that you guys set up, I've heard a rumor that at one point Jameson was 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 dominating to a level to where you cast it over his line, pulled his bait into you, and cut it and kept it. Is there is there truth to that rumor? There's there is absolutely no truth to that. I don't know where that would come from. I, I would never I would never do that purposely. <laughs> <laughs> I, at, at either manner, we've got photographic evidence of you losing the round. I, I totally lost it. It was actually one of these things. My wife actually likes my hair long. I like my oh. hair like this long. I, I prefer my yeah. hair. Yeah. And so it was, I didn't, I think 
I minded having my hair cut a lot less than Jameson would have uh, minded having to shave his beard. The thing is, Jameson got to cut it. Oh, why is there not? Is, is there is there not a video of that on the internet somewhere? An episode of the show. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back in and watch that fishing show. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back in and watch that. That that that's that's incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, all right, so so we've 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 got we've got more photos. That's just photo number one. We got more photos, so we're gonna bring that one down, and we're gonna bring up guys. We're in our photo crankbait segment where we dig up some photos and make Jim explain a little bit more about what's going on. Um, so uh, uh, in just sheer awesomeness what this is a dinosaur what's going on here yeah that one uh that was uh with uh bubba bedry uh garzilla guide service um down in texas and that one was actually the one fish because we got several quite a few uh, i think my biggest one was 140 pounds um but this one was the the one that i caught 100 in no assistance uh, so I was able to bring that thing to shore, land it myself. Cause other ones, he would come up with, uh, his lasso and help you land it and all that. Cause they're a handful once you get them next to the boat. Oh yeah. That's a dinosaur. Right. Right. But, um, the funny thing is about that picture, I caught a ton of flack from guys saying I'm not wearing a PFD because I am Mr. PFD. I preach PFDs constantly. I'm always on people about wearing PFDs. Absolutely. So this picture, what I had done is I had, I had actually dragged the fish to shore with my kayak, got to shore. I was sweating. It was so freaking hot. So I was in, you know, this deep of water, tore off my PFD. You're obviously not alone. There's multiple yeah, guys around against you. Against the bank. And I yeah. tore off my PFD so I could deal with the fish and all that. And because I'm so adamant about people wearing PFDs, the first thing people see is this picture and gave me grief about not wearing a PFD. <laughs> Incredible. Well, Gene Wilk, Gene Wilk, an alligator gar, Bubba Bedry. I mean, he he has got that fishery so dialed in. It's incredible, absolutely incredible catch, incredible story, uh, guys. If you if you guys are listening on the podcast right now, uh, he's literally got a dinosaur gar that appears to be. I mean, that's a solid what seven, eight feet probably. Yeah. I mean, it's almost as long as the kayak. Yeah, that was, I think that one was like my second biggest. I said the biggest one was 140, something like that. Oh my God. And you guys are literally like, once you get that, I mean, y'all are getting a rope around them. Yeah. I've seen this done on river monsters. I mean, you guys are getting a rope around them and, you know, and, that, you know, and I'm talking like a rope, like guys, if you haven't seen this before, go in and watch one of the episodes with Jim or go catch an episode of river monsters. Cause they do it all the time. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, the funny thing is, is, you have to let those fish eat for such a long time. I didn't find the fight of them from a kayak to be very, very tough. Um, but the, again, they're one of those fish that are such a handful once you get them next to the boat and they do jump and they do slap their head against your boat. you know, so it, the fight itself, getting them to the kayak, not that big of a deal dealing with them. Big deal. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. On on to on to our next photo in the photo crankbait series here. Uh, this looks photoshopped, but everything I've heard says it's not. This is incredible. Explain. Were you talking to Will? I think these are pictures Will may have given you, but yeah, this was up in Alaska. I think this might have been our second year of shooting. 
Um, that was that was incredible. Um, we saw these pods of orca uh, about a mile away from us, and they were just cruising along. So we're like, well, let's get ourselves in position so we can have them swim by in front of us. It'll be a, a cool shot. And yeah. And we get into this position. And basically what you can't tell is I'm actually like right in line with the way they're headed. And then when they get the, you can see this one here, but there was also some on the inside. They breached at the exact same time. And then they breached about four times. And so what you can't tell is there, you can see my paddles in my hand Yeah, is I'm paddling backwards. <laughs> I'm like trying to back out of there. You can see your body language a little bit to, 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 to do that. So if you guys are listening on the podcast right now, uh, I believe you're in an ocean kayak there. It looks like it's about a 14 footer, 12, 14 footer. Old, uh, Trident 15, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there's literally some orca. I mean, that appears in the photo, uh, 80, hundred yards, maybe. Uh, probably less. Less, yeah. Yeah. And there, there's, there's an orca just straight breaching with a full pod behind them, and it's, it's by far one of the greatest kayak photos I've ever seen. Uh, I, I don't. Who took this photo? Do you remember? Uh, Jock Bradley. I love this photo. Yeah, this is something I want framed to put in the office. Brad, we got to get on that. My videographer uh, Will is still pissed at him about this because. Jock was so concerned. Jock was actually shooting and running the boat, and he was so concerned with his own shot. Right as the whale started breaching, he turned the boat to get himself in position, which put my videographer completely out of position. So we have no video of this. We only had the stills. Now, now, Will Richardson was your first cameraman back in the day, back before you started working with Ken, before y'all started doing the TV show. I mean, you and Will still to this day, it was, you and Will are still very close, right? Working with Ken. Yeah. Uh, but Ken was the producer of the DVDs as well. So uh, Ken, Will has been my videographer basically until last year. Until Jameson took his job. Way to go, Redding. Jeez. In your dick. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Way to go, Jameson. God, you ruined everything. Will and I are, are very close. I consider him one of my uh, my very best friends. Um, we spent uh, we have spent way, way, way too much time together. Uh, people <laughs> would say we're like uh, an old married couple. We get on the road. So, so you're so you and Will are the Jameson and Brooks. Uh, well, uh, the older version. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, we, but. You know, we just little little same sex soulmate action going on. Except we never shared a bed, not once. No, no, no. I, 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 why, I don't know why you go there, Jim. I just meant same sex soulmate is in like that's your that's your soulmate of the same sex. I mean, no, what you know, I'm saying is Jameson and Brooks have shared a bed. Yeah, but Jameson and Brooks have shared so much more than a bed. I mean, a hammock, a pair of shorts. I mean, they, you know, they shared each other's hearts and souls and love. You know, I, I, I think they share a beard, beard gel. Will and I have a lot of stories we could share together. And we, um, that needs to be a segment where I get, where I, I get you guys worked. together. You know, we knew how each other worked and, um, I knew when to push his buttons. He knew when to push my buttons. Uh, I knew when he didn't want to work. He knew when I didn't want to work. Uh, All right, so who's the Jameson and who's the Brooks of you two? <laughs> um, well, neither one of us has Brooks hair, so I, I don't think either. Nobody, Brad Pitt doesn't have Brooks's hair. I, I might be closer to Brooks's hair than Will. Will's, Will's <laughs> a little bit. 
back here. So, and, and I love it. Will has is sometimes has a little bit more beard. So I got you. I got you. I don't know. All right, so we, I've got I got two more photos here in our photo in our in our photo crankbait segment. Uh, this photo here, it, it in my head when I saw it, it looks like chaos is going on. What is going on in this photo? The reality of this here that is a um, I think that is a kraken owned by Jim Russell because he's the only one who gets them done all black. He is a free diver. That's his photo. Those are his fish. I know nothing about this photo. Well, it was on your Facebook. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, well, I get tagged. Jim Russell, when he first... No, no. This is on your... Po you posted this photo. I got the dates. You posted this photo. I'm just saying. No, I think I may have been tagged in this photo because Jim Russell, when he first got his Kraken, would tag me in any any photo. <laughs> in everything that he, that he did. Okay. Dude, that's well, then well then that makes sense. Well, then I'm saving this, guys, for the photo crankbait when we do the Jim Russell interview. So I'm bringing that down. So be before... Go ahead. I said, if you want to talk to somebody about free diving, he's your man. Well, so I have this last photo that I'm going to bring up on the screen. This is the last photo of the of the of the the deep uh, the photo crankbait uh, deep dive. But uh, when I throw the photo up, Jim, I'm going to need you to let me give my interpretation of my understanding of the photo before you chime in with what's real. Okay. All right. So this photo here, for any of you guys at home, my understanding of this is this gentleman right here with with jim's arm around him uh is uh uh my, my, my notes just went completely missing here is is alonzo mcleese now alonzo is the son of pirates and 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 it's literally the guy who took a a a young and scared bank fisherman that was jim salmon's and a guy who wouldn't even come like, I mean, wouldn't even come 40 yards off the shore yeah. and basically invented mother shipping and begged and fought and dragged Jim Sammons because he was a pirate, you know, uh, an ancestor of pirates and owned the sea, uh, you know, and, and he's the reason that that we that we all know Jim Sammons of Jim Sammons now. But he took a young, cocky surfer boy from California that was basically terrified of the of the of the water. And terrified of what was beyond the surf. That's that's the story I've got about this photo. Where am I wrong, Jim? Every bit of that is true <laughs> in in Alonzo's head. <laughs> Alonzo Castro McLeese uh, is my boat captain when I was guiding down in Mexico. Um, granted, I learned a lot from this man. He's an amazing fisherman. Uh, I caught my, actually landed, put on my boat first marlin and many many marlin um on my kayaks with him there he took the most famous um marlin picture that was back in the day posted all over the world with the marlin underneath my kayak uh, it's an amazing photo take it one megapixel camera yeah um i caught my largest dorado with him uh which is about 62 pounds uh, my biggest rooster, not my biggest rooster fish, but a lot of big roosters. Uh, most of the marlin, like I said, amazing guy. The rest of that story is in his head. <laughs> and, and he, but you guys were very close. I mean, he, you know, he, he was a boat. He was, he was a boat captain, a guy that you worked with. You guys did start doing some mother shipping and doing some other things. Y'all were doing things that no one was doing at a time 
and and now it's kind of common practice now in the industry when you say mother shipping we know what that is that wasn't a thing when you two started doing it right right and, and we weren't purely mother shipping we just had a support boat with us uh, yeah. um, because in case because we did catch so many billfish down there and big tuna and roosters and sails you know um that when I was guiding down in Southern Baja, I always wanted to have a boat with me just in case something did happen. I did have something happen. I had a client um, get stung by a Portuguese man of war. We were able to get him on the support boat, rush him into shore because he had an allergic reaction. Um, so back that, down there, we weren't mothershipping per se. Um, but yeah, I mean, and he was just a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. He is still a boat captain and I haven't been down there in quite a few years now because I got too busy with the show, but uh, he is still guiding out of Rancho Leonero down in the East Cape of Southern Bob. Well, he, after the stories I heard over the last couple of days about Alonzo and, and, and all of the, the allure and the ore that goes around him and guys, y'all do some, do some internet searching and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, uh, I, I, he's, he's, he's on my bucket list for me to go down and, and, and get a trip from, uh, because of, because of what he's done and, and because of how he does it in the industry. Uh, he, uh, he's now on my bucket list in Baja. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So love it. Um, well, look at there, Jim. I mean, you survived the, uh, the, the crankbait, the photo crankbait deep dive segment, oh, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Was, yeah, you obviously didn't talk to somebody I thought you were, you were talking about. Cause there, there, he's got some photos of me that he just keeps showing to me. Well, now who's, who's that guy that we should have talked to? What was that name again? Did you? Oh, he didn't say. Okay. He's slick guys. You can't, this he's an OG guys. You can't go one on him. I ain't got, I ain't got enough time in the game to, to catch him. I can't. I ain't good enough. Jameson can't do it. Y'all, there ain't no chance I'm doing it, right? So, love it. Love it. Um, all right, boss, man. Well, we're on to the final question of the night before we go to picking up, before we go picking, uh, picking a winner for this Orion cooler. Um, and this one's going to be kind of simple, man. With this, this is, this is going to kind of be, kind of, kind of be a, kind of, you know, kind of a toss up, kind of an easy question for you. Um, with all of the history and everything that you've done, and we've only skimmed the surface of the stories that you have tonight. Um, with only six questions and only an hour, hour and a half in a show, there's only so much that we can touch on. There's so much more that I want to do. Um, with where you come from in this space, you know, even going as far back to venture to say two decades ago, um, where where do you, you want to see this space 10 years from now? What are your personal goals for this kayak space and this kayak industry a decade from now? What do you think we're going to be doing differently? Whoa, uh, that, yeah, that's tough. Um, I would certainly, again, let's get back to longer, lighter kayaks. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to see it return, maybe step back a little bit even. Um, not as far as the growth of the business, but to the community. Um, and we had a fantastic community here in San Diego. Uh, one of the very first, you know, with forums and all that. Um, but then it got so big and then it got divided and divided and divided. Um, and I would like it to come back to where it's just a lot. And there is a place where it still is amazing, amazing communities. But I just want people to remember it's just fishing. You know, we're out there to have a good time. Um you know, a few of us are trying to make a living at it, but it is still just fishing. It's supposed to be fun. 
um, and take some of the, the, the stress and competition. And I don't mean tournament wise. I just mean competition, like one upping amongst themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Just like the old boondoggles and all that, you know, that's the, those were not where I'm from, but they were so cool. I, I did have the opportunity to go to them. Um, you know, I used to put on tournaments here and the the whole vibe after was always so cool so community you guys would spend time not even fishing because you were too excited even talking about getting out and fishing right yeah yeah and it, it, and it kind of got to the point where everybody just started trying to one-up each other and all that so i'd love to see it step back a little bit and in, in some areas it is that way and i know with certain groups they make sure it stays that way uh but it's hard you know everybody's trying to be Any, anytime anytime you 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 impose um you know uh i'll you know I, I always say anytime you impose money or ego or pride into something right uh you know you you start to dilute something and and because when you put those things first i uh, i you know the the community as a whole i begin i believe begins to fail and it's something you know for for selfishly again putting you know putting our pride and ego first here uh, I, I feel like it's something that we make sure here on with the Westbrook show that we, that, uh, you know, we, we don't sell Orion coolers. We don't sell Jackson kayaks at our shop. You know, we did a, a thing with fish USA a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, who's an, who's an online, you know, retailer, competitor or whatever for us, this community is what it's about. And, and so to see, I, I, I absolutely, I, I agree with what you're saying and, and, and I applaud you for kind of taking that stance on it because, you know, I, I, I'm a bona fide dude. But I'm telling you right now, I love everything that Jackson Kayak is doing. I love their community. I love their guys, their entire their entire team, top to bottom. Uh, you know, I've got friends in Hobies. I've got friends in New Canoes. Uh, you know, I think Blake over at New Canoe is is one of the best guys. He's been on the show. The owner over at New Canoe, I think he's one of the best guys, and what they're doing with that very small infrastructure is incredible. And uh, you know, and and Jim, I I couldn't have asked for a better answer there, man. Absolutely fantastic. So uh, you know, love that. So the boondoggle thing is something I need to uh, I, I need to I need to get to one of those and figure that out. Is that is that something that's still going? I don't think so. Jameson was a big Jameson was like all of those. Um, but the guys who were putting them on uh, sold their business, and then the people who took it over, it just. I guess never had the same feel. The cool thing about him was it wasn't a tournament. You know, it was, it was a get together. There was no competition. It was like you went fishing together, you drank together, you ate together, <laughs> and drank more together. And you know, it, J Jameson Brooks, you guys need to get together and put that on. Y'all bring back the boog the boondoggle. So you guys, y'all start me a hashtag. Uh, Jameson Brooks, bring back the boondoggle. I'd I'd, uh, I'd I'd love to love to love to see that come back together and let that do something just to get a weekend all together. So I, I, I'd, I'd love to be a part of that. Love to see something like that kind of come to fruition. So outstanding. Well, I tell you what, boss, man, you have survived all six questions here on plead the fifth. Get that Big round of applause. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to, Brad's going to box up a box of air for you tomorrow. Take another sip, man. You've definitely earned it. Uh, before we get into giving it away, I'd love to kind of roll out the red carpet for you and for you to kind of give a shout out to friends, family, uh, you know, community sponsors, anybody that you want to. And I also love for you to kind of let us know what's next for you. What's the, you know, what's, what's your calendar look like over the next coming days and weeks? Uh, well, I'm uh, taking off this weekend for my wife's birthday. Um, and then, um, really we're trying to put together our shooting schedule. We had some hiccups uh, sponsorship wise, which is, uh, always uh, kind of a sponsor dance. 
So we had to put some shooting on hold for a little bit, but uh, kind of got the go ahead to start scheduling again. So, um, you know, I, I had a whole season scheduled out and now I got to get back to planning again. So, um, you know, the whole idea for us is travel the world, go to cool places, meet cool people, because it's about the places, it's about the people, it's not necessarily about the fishing. Um, I'm still doing my weekly live shows when I'm around uh, at the Kayak Fishing Show's uh, Facebook page, and um, I really love doing those. I just, again, I, mean, I love talking about kayak fishing, so um, as long as I can keep doing that, I'm going to keep doing that. And so... Most of our stuff is at the Kayak Fishing Show Facebook page. I don't I have a little bit of Instagram following. Of course, we've got jimsammons.com and a La Jolla Kayak Fishing Guide Service, which I kind of selectively guide anymore. I don't guide full-time anymore. Uh, my back can't really handle it. So, um, But, uh, you know, I, I've been lucky to have the support. You know, and one of the coolest things for me about being able to do this for so long um is the friendships. I mean, I've got friends all over the world. I mean, and not just acquaintances, you know, I've got my buddy Ulf in Sweden. He has come and stayed at my house for two weeks. I went and stayed at his house. My, our wives got along. Uh, we're going to travel to Thailand with them. Um, Wes Siegler, you know, he's my sponsor, my real sponsor, but he's one of my dearest friends, uh, because they're such good people. Um, you know, Luther, Yak Attack, uh, the whole crew there. Um, I mean, the people at Jackson Kayak. I mean, I was I had a kick in the gut. You know, a lot of people think I left Ocean Kayak. I did not leave Ocean Kayak. Um, Ocean Kayak brought in a new marketing manager, and we were no longer their project. Um, Jackson Kayak stepped in, um, welcomed me to the family, and they are such a great group of people. Put my name on a kayak. Um and, uh, you know, just I, I'm just honored to have so many very good friends, like I said, all over the world um, that that uh, through this. And that's that's probably the best thing that has come out of this whole thing is the friendships I've made. Absolutely, man. Love it. Love it. Well, well, Jim, I'm going to go in and pick a winner. Do you, you got time to stick around? Do you need to run? I know we're, you're good. You can stick around for a minute. I still got some beer in my can. Absolutely. Love it. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to bring on the screen here and kind of kick in here on the Westbrook Wednesday giveaway. Uh, Jim, while I'm kind of scrum, while I'm kind of scrolling through, man, tell us a little bit about this Orion cooler and, uh, you know, Jackson, Jackson is, is the mother company of this company. And so tell us a little bit about, about this and, uh, you know, and, and why this cooler is so unique and so special. Well, the thing about the Orions, um, again, it's, they are bear proof. Um, <laughs> the yeah. thing is, is my buddy Sean was actually out camping, uh, and he was in his tent and he heard some rustling and he sees a bear actually rolling his cooler, his Orion cooler down the path and clawing at it and couldn't get into it. So they're very tough. Um, you know, they've, they've got great features. They are truly the size interior that they say they're going to be. If it's a 45, it's a 45. It's not a 45. That's a 30. Um, just great quality. And of course, made in America as uh, all Jackson kayak stuff is and Orion coolers all made in America. Um, so just, just, just great, great product. You know, um, if you want something that's going to last you forever, uh, and keep your stuff cold for, for weeks at a time. I mean, it's just amazing how well those things work. So, uh, they, they make a, a fantastic product without a doubt. Love it. Uh, super, super, super cool. 
Uh, it's a uh, Brad. I missed that. Sorry, man. I can't, didn't catch it fast enough. Um, sorry, we're, we're we're running through kind of trying to grab a winner here. Uh, yeah, guys, the the uh, the overwhelming response here to what you guys did today uh, on Westbrook Wednesday. You guys know that we do this short term. We we throw it up on Wednesday mornings. We typically wrap it up on Wednesday nights. This cooler is a forty five quart, um, and it's uh, it's it's one that is just uh, that uh, is is like you said. It's one of those that will uh, you know it's uh, thermoformed. I believe is the proper terminology in the way that they do it. It's molded. Yeah, roto molded. So, you know, it's it's a, you know, a lot like some, you know, some of some of the other, you know, uh uh, you know, name brands so to speak in, in uh, you know, in in the space. Uh this is a uh, is a good cooler uh 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 Fluke Master who I'm good friends with uh with you know, he with his partnership that he had with Jackson years ago, he had a giant one of these in the back. It's actually now Miss Jean Wilson's cooler and I'm sure Jean can comment on how well that cooler is doing for her. That's a big old cooler. I know that Gene totes it around nicely. So I've got one on the back of my blue sky. I've got one on our boat. I keep one in my sprinter van. Um, I mean, they are just, they're, they're an amazing, amazing product. Um, like I said, there's a lot of those insulated high dollar coolers out there. Um, but if you look at part for part quality wise, um, these are right at the top. Well, you know, you, you you know, we say high dollar and we talk about that. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I want to say this 45, I mean, it retails for I think 400 bucks, something like that, 350, 450 somewhere in that kind of gap. They're not cheap. So, yeah, they're not cheap. You know, this is this is definitely uh we're going to we're going to make somebody's uh, you know, make somebody's uh summertime adventure uh, you know, here quite uh, you know, quite quite unique and quite ready to go. You guys had some phenomenal stories, the whole idea behind what, what we asked you guys to post up was, uh, was to give us, you know, a cool story to share a cool photo and to do some of those things. And, uh, you know, once again, everybody needs a Brad, uh, we had guys from Stephen Harris, Ian Haynes, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sarah, uh, Crosco, I believe that is Nathan Sparksman. Uh, you know, if you guys haven't been in and, and run through, run through these, uh, I think we got like 155 entries, um, and stories, you know, about, about different cool things, guys that did work with heroes on the water, guys that served overseas, uh, guys that are out fishing with their kids, moms, uh, talking about, you know, giving birth. And that was one of the coolest things that they had done. Uh, you know, we got some, some regulars that are in here that we see regularly with Charlie Spriggs and Dusty Ford, uh, you know, Tyler Harrington, it just goes on and on and on. There's some great reads here. So if you guys haven't seen it, make sure you go to the Facebook page and kind of pull that out. But without further ado, guys, uh, I'm going to bring the, uh, I'm going to bring this screen down and we're going to announce our winner with their post right now. Joshua Mutters, uh, congratulations, bro. You, sir, have won an Orion, uh, 45 quart, uh, cooler and his, uh, his post here talks about working with the local elementary school and the department of, uh, of game and fish. Uh, to take 20 or so kids out to the local rivers to help stock and fish and teach about, you know, taking care of the waters and, uh, you know, and getting out, getting away from so many of what so many of us feel like is this constant screen. You know, I know that Jim and I both, you know, we work in these cameras and these screens and these computer worlds a good bit, but, uh, you know, he'll be one to tell you quickly too with his own kids, you know, that technology is a great thing, but like everything, it comes in moderation and get out, enjoy these waters, enjoy what's going on around you. Uh, and big congratulations, Josh, uh, Josh, Joshua Mutters, man. Congratulations on that win. Very cool. You will like it. 
So, yep. And please, yeah, you got, you'll have, you'll have a good cooler now to take all the drinks out. So you get, so all these kids got something to drink. Uh, when you get them out there for the next time, we want to see some pictures and some posts. Uh, Josh, man, uh, climb up in my DMs or climb up in Westbrook DMs and, and get us over, uh, uh, an inquiry and I'll get with you on how to, on how to claim that prize, man. Congratulations. Uh, with that guys, uh, that, uh, that's pretty much going to kind of conclude the show here on Westbrook Wednesday. Uh, if you guys missed any of this, make sure that you guys go back and rewatch it or share it, uh, share it with your friends. Uh, as always, thank you guys for coming on and, uh, and, 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 uh, and being a part of the show, uh, a big shout out to Orion and Jackson for, for stepping up and, uh, and, and giving and, and, and setting up the prize with us to be able to do this. Jim Salmon's, the OG, sir, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and, sh and sharing with us. It's been incredible, man. Thank you so much. Anytime. I think I, I love talking about the sport. So, uh, well, if you want to well, listen to me talk more about the sport, like I said, I do live shows every Friday on our page. And, uh, what, what time do you go? What time do you go live out on the, on the West? We Coast? do them at, uh, five o'clock Fridays, uh, five o'clock Fridays, East, East Coast time. Yep. And so we'll make sure you, you guys can go in and share that. Brad's already dropped the links in over here. So y'all make sure that y'all go in and check that out again, guys. This is the OG Jim Sammons. He just, he just survived all six questions with plead the fifth, did it with flying colors. And I think he only got uncomfortable three or four times. So we did good. Good job. Good job. You didn't have as many bad pictures as I thought you might. <laughs> well, I, 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 the photos that are on my phone are, might be a little different than what I had to put up because when I asked for this request, You've got some friends that are not scared to throw some fire your way. So we had to, we had to PG 13 it up a little bit. Oh my God. I just thought of one too. Um, <laughs> there are some bad ones out there. Yeah, there are, there are. So, lot, uh, you know, had a lot of days where it was uh, pouring raining, we couldn't fish and maybe uh, had a few too many cocktails. And uh, well, you know, I didn't even get into the fact that there's, there's a such thing in your, in your small circle that's called the Quaalude Rita. <laughs> like that's a thing. Yeah. And, and, and we didn't talk about it on purpose because I know where it goes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we, we've, we've made some comments. Maybe we need to start looking at a, at a Westbrook Wednesday after hours type of thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, start getting a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more loose. Maybe when with the, with the, with the podcast coming, we can, uh, we can get a Westbrook Wednesday after hours. If you guys are, are, would love to hear a Westbrook Wednesday after hours podcast, y'all chime in below and let us know if you got questions, you got concerns, something that, something that we didn't answer or something we didn't cover. I'm sure that Jim will take a little bit of time uh, when he gets an opportunity to go and answer questions. Uh, happy birthday to his wife. They're going to go celebrate this weekend. Uh, Jim, once again, man, I can't grovel enough. Thank you for being a member of the show tonight. We appreciate it. No problem at all, man. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's the end of Westbrook Wednesday. Uh, Y'all didn't get as much of Brad tonight as you typically do. Sorry. Our apologies there. As always, hashtag everybody needs a Brad. We got him right there. That's B. Cody in the house. Uh, and thanks again to the OG, uh, Jim, uh, Jim for coming on the show and dropping some knowledge on us tonight. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie guys. I don't know how well I sleep tonight. I'm floating on cloud nine. We just did an interview with the Jim Salmons and I'm totally pumped. I'm stoked. Uh, uh, if you guys missed any of this, you guys can go to westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday to catch this show and every other show. The podcast is coming live very, very soon. I'm Scott Butcher. That's Brad Cody. This is Westbrook Wednesday. And we'll catch you later. See ya. As always, tag your dreams. Holla.